1: Welcome back. It's Recovery sort Of. I am Jason, and I am in favor of marijuana legalization.
0: And I'm Billy. I'm a person in long-term recovery.
2: I'm Caroline. I'm also a person in long-term recovery.
1: And we're talking about the idea of legalizing marijuana. Why? Because, well, uh, as we record, Election Day in Maryland is two days away, and we are voting on this on our actual ballot, but there's still states out there that have not legalized or have not recreationally legalized um, so I think it's still an important conversation, and and even for people in Maryland after the election, once we find out the results of whether it is recreationally legal or not, uh, there's still concerns on both sides of that, right? I think there's still issues and things to talk through, and I don't know. I guess that's where we're coming from. So I, does everybody have like a an initial stance of where you stand on it? I mean, I, I obviously I'm I'm for it, like <laughs> sure, legalize it. Why not? What do we have to lose?
0: Yeah, and typically I am most of my views on that kind of stuff are more libertarian, so I'm like, yeah, sure, why not let adults do what adults want
1: to do? Okay. Is that a problem?
2: Yeah, I'll be honest. I saw the sign.
1: Like Ace of Base?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That this was going to be... opened up your eyes. You know, uh, a topic for for voting on uh, this coming Tuesday. Three, four, five days ago. So I had no idea until very recently. Oh, Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, I'm not... That tuned in with the ma- marijuana <laughs> legislation.
1: <laughs> it it should be top priority. Doesn't
2: super impact my life. I, so. I'm surprised
1: you weren't all over that one.
2: No, nope, <laughs> no. Nope. Um, I will say I don't. And um, maybe I maybe feel a little stronger in one direction than the other after having done some research of my own for this conversation um but prior to this i i was conflicted i i did not i could not have told you for sure which way i would vote Hmm. on it so
1: okay well now that you've done the research which way are you leaning
2: um i think i'm leaning in favor of it okay i think for me when i was thinking about like what would be the clear yes the clear yes for me would be if they were going to simultaneously outlaw alcohol Ooh. then it's a clear and easy answer mm, that's um, interesting for me i think one of the things that there were a couple of things that that swayed me as i was doing research but one was they actually there was a study that shows that alcohol use decreases in um states that have legalized mm-hmm. i think alcohol is terrible quite is. honestly so um you know <laughs> anything that keeps People from drinking as much.
0: I'll oh, see. I'm the whole like, everybody should be able to do whatever they want. Fucking heroin should be legal. <laughs> any kind of, all drugs should just be legal. And adults should be able to do what adults but the do. The problem
2: is, is, adults doing whatever they want impacts other people in the community. And alcohol has a
0: lot of, right, but really you punish negative. them for those things, not for using, like, If I want to have a party at my house and we all want to trip on LSD and run around the backyard naked and we don't hurt anybody, that should be fine. Awesome, right. You know, that should be completely fine and totally legal.
1: What's the date for that? (laughs) I don't (laughs) want to miss it.
0: If we go out into the neighborhood and start vandalizing people's property or spray painting on the fucking local school, you know what I mean? Then we get in trouble for that. But But I think
2: we know that people getting in trouble, especially for alcohol-related or um, exacerbated crimes, doesn't actually stop those crimes from happening. Like people are still driving drunk very regularly. People are still beating their wives, beating their children. um
1: I mean, if you take a step, I almost did some vandalism recently, by the way. Like, <laughs> no, like two months ago, there was, I was driving <laughs> somewhere and there was this large setup of like haystacks. And there was two of them. One was brown and one was covered in the white marshmallow things you see them covered in sometimes. Okay. And the one that was brown was decorated and set up like real huge, like a 30 foot teddy bear or something and i was like that's so cute but the white one was just white and i was like but it was set up the same way and i was like i'm waking my son up at like three in the morning we're gonna come over here and paint some eyeballs and a mouth on this motherfucker right maybe is it on that 274 or whatever no
2: one of the joseph highways yeah.
1: so I, I thought about it and then i was like i'm old and tired i'm not waking up at three <laughs> right. in the morning and then like two days later they had painted it so I was oh, like, okay. oh, i'm glad we didn't <laughs> fuck it up shout so,
2: out to giffords yeah
1: almost did some vandalism uh in my old age no. So the idea with alcohol, you're giving somebody a sentence that is supposed to keep their logical brain, their uh, you know prefrontal cortex from being able to you know say, oh, yeah, last time I did this, this happened, and then I got this consequence. I don't like that. But you're doing that, and then you're giving them one drink, which is going to impair their ability to use <laughs> right. that prefrontal cortex. Right. And then they're having a second drink because the first one felt good. So I don't know the consequences for behaviors done on alcohol actually work no, at all. No, they don't at all. Like they seem kind of totally useless. So, what? Uh, yeah, we're. Not, I'm about to solve alcohol problem. Be like, well, what could we yeah. do for these alcohol people? There, <laughs> right. we're talking about weed today. goddammit. it! There's pot <laughs> so, the But brain. then
2: that brings up a good question: Is uh, does the same apply with with smoking pot?
1: Can people make rational decisions on smoking pot? Mm, I mean it's like most drugs I think
0: depends on how much you know what I mean like it at some point we know it impairs your thinking but to what level and what degree depends on what you're actually doing you know are you playing video games who cares yeah are you running a fucking machinery making trucks it you know the GMC factory, eh, he might cut off someone's finger. <laughs> like,
1: you know, it, and it's interesting from working with some people who who do use medical marijuana and my preconceived notions before that of like, oh, these motherfuckers just getting high, right? Like stuff like that. And then seeing, seeing them on it and not on it is very, very interesting. It's like a neat experience to some people seem honestly like it. Okay. There's at least two people I see that if they were doctors and they were like the surgeon that was going to perform surgery on me i'm telling both of them to fucking use weed first <laughs> like they are just more put together people and i'm like I- honestly i hope you're using this when you drive because like i don't want to see you on the road if not it. i feel like that's a weird angle that most people don't get and i'm like I-, I don't even know what the fuck to make of it half the time i'm like i don't know smoke S- your weed
2: so does the pot bring them up to normal levels of functioning or
1: it lowers their nervous system's response to everything so people who your nervous system isn't like tuned up when you come into the world you get that from whatever your caregivers going going through right so if you're sitting next to your caregiver who's usually really calm and they get really fucking scared as a kid you're going to be really fucking scared because you don't know what's happening but that's not good Right. So we get tuned in to people with mistuned nervous systems. So basically your body is going to have an alarm system on it. That's your nervous system. It filters everything through dangerous or not. If it gets mistuned, you could have that alarm system sensitivity jacked up to 11 where every time a fucking leaf blows around you, you are triggered and in a survival state. And that could can be even your whole be day
0: in the womb, like when yeah. your mother's still right. carrying you
1: or it can be mistuned the other way. Where it's at zero and there's fucking tanks at your front door and you're like, ah, oh, we're safe. We're Whatever. good. But yeah. the the marijuana seems to inhibit that nervous system response some, which I, I admittedly could be dangerous in a dangerous yeah, situation right. when there's you like need it. Like a surgeon. No, no. surgeon, you want calm.
0: Yeah. Right? Rational.
1: Right. You want them in a okay. safe place. But if you were in an actual, like, if somebody pulls out a gun in an alley might not be the best time to be on marijuana might be maybe you can make a clearer decision because Almost you're what calm. you see on the
0: weed smoking like movies where they always have the dude in the alley, like, the gang's get right, ready to beat right. him up they're like whoa dude take a chill you know, <laughs> Right, right right situation. so yeah.
1: it might not be terrible either um <laughs> but basically it, it inhibits that nervous system over action and allows people to be in this calmer place and that's from there like that's where healing and growth happens so I think that's what's helping them in the world. It's just putting them in a place where they can, like, instead of their kid crying because they spilled their milk and the person flips out and is, like, yelling at the kid while they're wiping the floor frantically, it's more like, ah, shit. All right, let me get a towel. You know what I mean? Like, it just gives them the ability to have that proper reaction in the moment instead of the disproportionate overreaction that we usually have. I don't know. So it's, it's really fascinating. But yeah. But yeah it
2: was just interesting i i was wondering the the reason for that question was you know these two individuals you were speaking of are they low functioning and and less low functioning now or were they already kind of like normal functioning and and the pot has you know made them super high fun- like just where were they come where was their baseline um
1: well and this is where i think being a therapist gets really weird. to, And and I'm noticing this more and more as we have more of these conversations on here because you guys are like, we don't know that shit. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. It's weird to watch how people present in the world to everyone else and then have them come in for an hour and tell you everything that's going on behind the scenes of what everybody else is actually seeing. Because I feel like we all have the ability to to look at this in ourself like we people will say oh man your life looks great you got a nice job kids wife whatever right but on the inside we feel out of our fucking mind sometimes and, and i think it's interesting to watch that in other people like the mm-hmm. world probably perceives them as oh yeah they're put together they're fine but then they come in and like you see what's really going on internally while they're presenting is fine and you're like fuck our society is fucked yeah <laughs> like This is what's going on inside of everybody, and we are fucked because we're all out here pretending that it's something else.
0: Well, and that's a lot of our coping strategies. Our coping strategies of how to function in the world, they aren't all healthy, though. Just because we can function in the world doesn't mean that we're doing it in a really mentally or spiritually healthy way. (laughs) Right.
1: I mean, look, I got through life without an antidepressant for a lot of years, right? But when I look at how I got through it after having the experience of getting through my life on an antidepressant, I can look back and say, fuck, I needed something back then. Right. I was keeping it together. People thought I had my shit together, but my life looked fucked up internally. And I just I don't think we give enough credence to that. We don't give it enough importance. Like, I think a lot of us are unhappy, even though our lives look put together or successful or whatever. We're just we're just not happy. So, what the fuck good is success? But we are way off the topic. Yes. For yeah. me, a lot
0: of the, the legalization <laughs> argument of, of legalizing everything comes around to a couple points that I think are pretty obvious at this point. One, whatever policies we have around addiction and substance use and our whole legal system right now have fucking failed. Yes. Like you just look at any major city or any good area, place to start. and whatever we're doing now is a fail. Like, okay. we're not helping a lot of people <laughs> i mean we're helping people but i mean the the crime rates are going up mm-hmm. drug use and dependence rates are going up so our current approach isn't going to fix anything right so kind of to me personally throwing that out and starting at a different place of where look let's just let people use and then figure out all right why are you using it in excess and what things can we do to stop your excessive using or what things can we do to get you functionally well in society like that to me seems like a better place to start but as long as we have things illegal and you get locked up for possession and all that you know it's it puts all this shame it puts all this uh black market stuff you know what i mean into the mix and
1: man if only the 12 step program where the members of it could have that open view of like, (laughs) how can we just stop people from having unhealthy practices and not worry (laughs) about anything else? Yeah, no, I I think that's a, a really good point to make at the beginning of this, right? Like I too buy in whatever we're the fuck we're doing, it ain't working, right? So if anything, I am definitely a proponent of change, right? I'm all about like, we need to get on board with changing something. So I think I will probably buy into things or or implementing programs that ultimately fail or don't work or show us that they don't work just because I know what we're doing now doesn't work, I lean towards, yeah, fucking change it. Let's just try anything at this point. So I, I think that's a good thing to have in people's minds before we start talking about like, this is a pro, this is a con. Like, Do you believe what we're doing right now is working? That's a good place to start. If you do, maybe this episode isn't for you. (laughs) Uh, If you believe in change or or that what we're doing isn't working, then maybe that is a good starting point for like, okay, is this the right change to make in this scenario? What comes up first before we even look through like the kind of pros and cons we've looked into, or, or maybe this is drawn from pros and cons you've already researched, but what comes up like first thing when you think of negative impacts? of legalizing recreational marijuana. Like, what will happen that's bad?
0: Okay, so for me, my two immediate fears would be more access for adolescents and underage people. I know if you look at alcohol right now, as terrible as it is, it's the most abused and causes the most deaths and, you know, is affiliated Mm. with the most crime, (laughs) you know, all that stuff, (laughs) because it's easily available. You Mm. know, when I was 16, 17 years old, I didn't have a hard time getting access to to alcohol. Hmm. Um, As marijuana becomes legal, that same problem is going to come up when it's everywhere and easy to get. It's going to be everywhere and easy for kids to get. I think
1: I had an easier time getting weed than alcohol at 17 Mm -hmm. because I I didn't have to have somebody to buy it for me. Mm -hmm. Like I could just go make the purchase myself. I couldn't go to the establishment and buy the alcohol, but I could go to the dealer and buy the weed. Hmm. Like It was harder for me to find that intermediary person to to buy the alcohol for me than it was to
0: oh yeah but i guess i'm thinking I, there was always access at a friend's house or a parent's house uh, or yeah, someone uh, there was alcohol always around it's like
1: country boy shit yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> i think that's one of those things where it's like it's a little hard to exactly know what the end result will be and there's an argument on both sides
1: of what? More access for teens? Right. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I, I i found it interesting when I was doing a little bit of research I did for this uh that teen usage was in there. I, I guess it doesn't shock me quite as much anymore because it does seem to be uh our society's focus. We'd like to justify everything by, like, is it good for the children? Yes. There's
2: a big focus
1: on yeah, It that. is. And it drives me crazy. And I have kids and I still think that's fucking stupid. But I, yeah, I'm just thinking about my kids right now and, like, it does not concern me that marijuana would be more accessible to them like that's not a huge fear of mine what about you what comes up for you
2: as like a a major downside it's it's a little hard to kind of rewind back and separate out a you know some of the stuff i learned through doing research to where i was prior to that that's all right um i will say i i think for me you were talking about like coming from a place of like what we're is not working and being in favor of any change. I agree what we're doing as a society's not working. Mm-hmm. But I come from a place of like
1: let's make smart change. <laughs> not no. just any change. <laughs> no, no, oh. no,
2: no,
0: no, no. You don't just I come blow from, shit up I come and then from a start place over. <laughs> of,
2: I come from a place of like Drugs are drugs bad Drugs are bad. Yes, drugs are bad. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's just I mean mm. I destroyed my life with drugs, drugs and then I came to NA <laughs> and I came to NA young so i got indoctrinated right of like don't pick it up it won't get in you it's a cult drugs ruin your life and so it's very hard like i'm i'm definitely pot for me is is the one that's more questionable because i do believe that it's it's much less um detrimental to to people and society than alcohol is but if it were up to me, like probably all of it would just be illegal, and people would learn to fucking function without really? a substance. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: interesting. Yeah. It, the The drugs are bad argument is always fascinating to me from where I'm at now because I'm always I'm like we probably all sitting here take drugs every day, something. Right. Right. So I mean, I might take I took headache medicine a couple of days ago, and it was glorious. It got rid of my fucking headache yeah, and my backache. Like
0: drugs are drugs. They're not the <laughs> right, bed. and that's like. why. Like, uh, that's and I'm really super in
2: favor of medication too. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, if it's gonna help, take it. Well, so and, it, it and is Why a little do we bit classify that, that. Like,
1: it's that social? acceptability yeah. piece well and it's it's
2: weird. the the mood or mind altering piece i think too is is for me the differentiation everything's
0: well the mood differentiation or mind altering. even of the same fucking drug if we look at like opioid based you know painkillers it's like heroin's fucking terrible but whatever other oxycontin or that shit's fucking completely fine right i guess they're not opiate based but they're synthetically they're ba- yeah. yeah and it's like you know, who it comes from mm-hmm. categorizes whether right. it's good or bad, even when it's the same goddamn thing.
1: Well, they I mean, that's what they did with the weed for many years now is they took the chemical compound that it was, made something really similar to it that wasn't illegal, put it on the market and sold it and like we don't know what that shit's doing either like that's probably less safe than the actual right. fucking thing that grows out of the ground in the first place All <laughs> right.
2: an example of that like what are they doing that way? they with? had
1: a couple of things i don't remember the names of them because i never really got into it but they were selling it at gas stations and it oh, was basically salts and shit well yeah they had the bath salts but they had like knockoff weed and, it, and i think it was basically different variations of what they have now this delta eight or whatever yeah. thc that is like slightly different and not as effective but i mean you don't know what else is in that shit so it's like basically people are going to find these ways and means even if it's through household products right we just i don't know that eliminating drugs and and then it's like how do you classify right ruling them all illegal because that would make the entire medical field fall apart if we just said drugs are illegal
2: but not not all drugs not the good drugs that i take to what's the the difference between heroin and oxycontin
0: I think people, if you look back over history, thousands of years, people have been using different chemical substances to alter their mental states for different reasons. First, a lot of cultures, it was like religious experiences were based around these whatever psychedelics or different drugs that they used or alcohol was assimilated with religion, you know, things like that. And back then they didn't have like the substance abuse problems that we have now. So it seems like to me, if you look, it's way more culturally driven. And the fact that we are now so sick as a society are what drives a lot of the problems. Yeah. Yeah. idea of just being able to go home and like completely check out i mean we we think about this now with all the technology stuff like we're totally into oh you can go home and put on a vr headset and pretend you're in fucking japan or do some therapeutic Mm -hmm. you know meditation thing that gives you all these visuals and all that stuff i mean we're going to do that with technology Why not just be able to take some fucking acid or mushrooms and lay outside and watch the stars and have that experience like that could be a very natural, neat, interesting experience, you know, if it's not shrouded in all this like shame and illegal and whatever. This episode has been brought to you in part by Voices of Hope Inc., a nonprofit recovery organization made up of people in recovery, family members and allies. Together, members strive to protect the dignity of those that use drugs and those in recovery by advocating for treatment, harm reduction and support resources, and mentoring. Please visit us at www.voicesofhopemaryland.org and consider donating to our cause.
1: I think Caroline said something really really interesting to me. You said, "I'm all for the medicinal drugs, mm-hmm. anything that can help me get better faster." That's exactly what drugs do. Yeah. They fixed all of us when we they were our solution, right? We felt bad inside our bodies and we went to them they and didn't they created- made us get better though.
2: They were and a let me just say,
0: for me personally, even if they legalize everything tomorrow, I'm still not doing them. I right. mean, that's just that's the way it is for me. But that's right, because we don't choice. drink alcohol, it's right.
2: legal, so that doesn't change anything. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. no, that's all right. Make
1: a point. Well, just the, the, this point of like, it didn't ultimately improve our societal position, success, right? But it did work. It did exactly what the fuck we wanted. It we f- band We it was felt a miserable, and it put our body. Fit. And that's more of that old programming you're talking about, that indoctrination, right?
2: I don't know. I mean, I feel like, so for me, and this...
1: What's the difference between taking a a drug that works in 25 minutes to make me feel okay in my body, and taking ibuprofen that worked in 25 minutes to make me feel okay in my body? Because in
2: theory, you're taking the ibuprofen for something that's not a longstanding issue.
1: Yes. Yes. No, I agree. If there's
2: a longstanding issue, you need to get to the root of why you have pain.
1: I totally agree, but... Just like when I had my shoulder surgery and they said, listen, you can choose to not take pain medicine, but your body is going to be so agitated in this area, it's not going to be able to heal. It's going to swell instead of healing, right? They said taking the pain medicine provides the environment for that part of your body to heal faster and feel better faster, right? I would agree and that's what they're talking about with all this psychedelic research they're doing. They're saying that it speeds up the process of creating the new grooves in the brain, right? The new wired together neurons. And that's what it's doing. We're speeding up the ability for people to feel better faster. And if we would have known, which I think we know now, if we'd have known when all these people were getting into drugs at, you know, 15, 16, 17, whatever, that, oh, there's a bigger problem. It's not actually drug addiction. It's actually this fucking societal problem where we all just feel miserable inside Uh, maybe we could have started addressing that while they began using the drugs for quicker relief, and then they would be in a place of calm where they could actually hear and change. You know what I mean? Like, that's one of my first jobs as a therapist. You come in to see me. If you're dysregulated, we can't do anything. You're not going to hear any good ideas or think through your life. You have to get regulated first. And that's what drugs do. I'm not saying people should go use drugs and go to therapy. I'm just saying, like... (laughs) I I question our take on just drugs being bad. Like they're doing a thing that's why we're fucking doing them. They're providing relief. They're fixing the inside. I get it. It's not permanent and it leads to some shitty stuff, but that's where we need to be doing something else to get these people the right experience.
0: Yeah, I I agree. <laughs> I just I thought it was an
1: interesting <laughs> statement of like, I just want to feel better faster. And I'm like, Yes, that's what we're all doing. That's the goal.
0: And that's what I mean, I guess. Now we'll get way off, but that's where <laughs> my support of, like, medicated-assisted treatment comes in. Like, if people are at a state where they're so, I don't know, damaged, hurt, whatever you want to call it, you know, that they don't know how to, like, regulate and live without wanting to be outside of right. their fucking experience, we'll give them some temporary relief from that, but set them up with skills that are going to teach them how to deal with that long-term. Like, the long-term should, solution should not be just medicate them and do nothing where I think some of those programs fall short is it needs to be followed up with like intense therapy. Is that sexual abuse therapy? Is that mental health therapy? Is that physical abuse therapy? Like what, what are the driving factors behind that? Let's get you to a safe place now with this medication and see if we can get you to a safe place without it. So I did, I do have, At least I'll call it evidence. I don't know if it's evidence because I'm sure you'll dispute where it came from, but... (laughs) Always. (laughs) It said for kids, back to my point about kids. A 2012 National Survey, American Attitudes on Substance Abuse, alcohol and cigarettes were the most readily available substance for youth 12 to 17, 50% and 44% respectively. Youth were least likely to report they could get marijuana within a day, 31%. And 45% reported that they were unable to get marijuana at all. So, at least in 2012, half of the kids said they couldn't get marijuana. It
2: must Definitely be very questionable research. I, uh, or well, very... you're
1: surveying kids who don't want to get in trouble for using weed. I mean, how many of them are going to own to the fact that they know they where to get it? But they don't
2: want to get in trouble for, for drinking alcohol either.
1: Mm, a lot of people I are bet right I bet that.
2: it's regional.
1: I- i'm sure it is i guess my my questionable thing one on anything self-reported where you're talking about something that a person's not supposed to be doing and then they're especially under 18 that just makes it too risky for me to do self-reported surveys for well, under 18. how would you do a survey is-
0: on that you just going to video 50 million kids and see which no. one track them. Do what? Track, <laughs> track them all the time why do
1: we need to know with their phones Why do I need to know how much access there is for my child for marijuana? Why don't I just raise my child to feel good in their body and then they can do what they want? They can trust. I can trust that I've raised them to take care of themselves. Well, because we want
0: evidence to show like, all right, if this drug is more available and it becomes more widely used and then they see higher levels of like schizophrenia or lower IQs, is there a causation there? Like, is there anything important there like it's important to understand when we make these social decisions like what are the impacts of these things and are there going to be results that we can look at and try to measure to see like hey i mean who knows i I could be completely wrong caroline might be completely right we might legalize everything and then all of a sudden people go to shit and they all we all get stupid and we all (laughs) you know fall apart and then i'd be like well shit we did that i tried that and it didn't work but if we don't if we aren't paying attention to is it the using that's causing it or is it something else we don't know what the cause is
2: well and don't we want to know just based on the conversation like don't we want to know because we were just talking about which is more accessible currently right like
0: that's i
1: mean i mean out of a interested perspective just out of curiosity i want to know everything right but that doesn't mean that i actually really care and how, how do we come to a solution available?
0: to the problem if we don't even want yeah. to address the problem like maybe the problem is There's early access, and maybe the solution is early education, more awareness with our kids and our families, more uh, honest conversations around drugs and their impacts, but if we just ignore the fact and go, ah, it doesn't matter if they can get it or not, we're not going to address the problem.
2: Uh, I feel fair, and maybe maybe it doesn't matter because the alcohol access already is there to whatever degree it's there, but I'm pretty sure that they've found that there is correlation between the age when someone first starts using substances that help you change the yes. way you feel. Well, your feel brain's not fully developed and, and yeah. addiction, right? So you know, the longer that you can keep a kid from drinking or or taking mood altering drugs, in theory, you're lessening their odds of of be- having addiction issues. Which later is in
1: really life. describing that addicts use drugs sooner. <laughs> Shocking.
2: Yeah, yeah. correlation, oh, no. not causation. We yes, didn't that's feel true. well,
1: and we knew it sooner than everyone else. <laughs> I mean, teens have access to a whole lot of shit that I hope my teens don't particularly participate in, but I got to hope that the job and the modeling I did for them presented with them the ability for them to choose what's right for their life in a healthy way.
0: When I just think from a practical experience for myself, marijuana and alcohol, easily available. Harder drugs, not so much until I got a little older. You know, cigarettes, easily available. Both my parents smoked. You know what I mean? So the things that were legal or a little more socially acceptable were definitely easier to get because more people were using them
1: I, i don't know i guess ease of access has never even occurred to me as like what i'm supposed to be focused on as a parent like it's never even i mean yeah i make sure they can't get to the poison when they're little so they don't drink it and they don't they don't know any better but like my goal is that i'm sending them out into the world whether that's at you know 15 sending them to high school or they've turned 18 and miraculously all of a sudden i can trust them to do whatever the fuck they want in their whole life which i still don't or won't at 18 like that day's not going to pass and i'm like oh they're 18 now i totally have faith in their adult decision making process like (laughs) well i think the idea
0: though is that any drugs or anything that we influence into kids brains because any drugs do affect our brains you know in some way or another all differently obviously before their brains are fully developed you know is that really good like there should be some warning signs around that like hey maybe you want to hold like this the way we teach our kids is like look this stuff's going to be around you're probably going to drink alcohol at some point in your life you're probably going to you know smoke try cigarettes or do drugs maybe not maybe they'll never try them and good for them Me, my wife gets mad because I'm like, I don't know, go out and try it. Maybe you'll like it. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't want to tell you not to, but there's risk there. You know what I mean? So we're honest with them about the risk. Like, well, why don't you wait till you're a little older? It's probably a little safer to do when you're, you know, 21 is the legal age, but more like 25 because your brain's still growing until you're 25. And if you can just hold off as long as possible, like that's probably healthier.
1: (laughs) And and I don't disagree with that, but then I present the situation of my wonderful daughter, Jackie, who in ninth and tenth grade missed most of her school years from suicide attempts that we had to go get her stomach pumped we had to go to these emergency room visits we had to keep taking her to places and facilities that would keep her safe for a few days just to send her home on some new medications and for it all to recur all over again and and us fighting against her sneaking out and putting herself in dangerous situations in the middle of the night with a grown adult men that she had never met before right like all these dangerous fucking terrible behaviors and, you know, fighting against like her using marijuana in the house from time to time and shit like this to the point that she ended up having to leave the house and go live somewhere else with a friend like And now here we are. She's in her junior year. We have assisted her with getting a medical marijuana card. She can follow the rules. She can do the dishes. She's passing all her classes and going to be able to play basketball this year. And it's like we can sit here and have this wonderful debate about access to marijuana for teenagers and how it fucks up their brains and i'm not trying to fuck up anybody's brains i I get it i'm not saying that's not real but i'm looking at my real life anecdotal evidence and saying thank fucking god weed's available right but there's some
0: things there that you mentioned that i think are important and i think actually need to be pushed a little more is like the medical card and like medical understanding and education on when that's going to be practical for kids and when it's not you know what I mean just it's like ADHD medication I think they fucking dole out ADHD medicine and like candy to kids and it's not healthy you know the difference being now we're talking about making it just legal which means it's what might not be on i mean in my house my parents had a liquor cabinet that was not locked or anything it was just a cabinet in the house that had a bunch of bottles of fucking whiskey in it they didn't drink regularly so we would sneak in there and drink the alcohol and like nobody knew because they didn't go into it daily and you know if weed is available to kids like that The likelihood that that's going to happen goes way up. Now, are there people that it's going to benefit from? 100%. -hmm. We know marijuana has helped. I think it's children with, uh, what's that, where you have seizures and stuff? Epilepsy. It's been very helpful for kids that have cancer and things like that. So it's definitely got a place. I mean, it definitely has some very therapeutic and medically important uses for kids even for young people. So there are going to be times where a drug is the best choice even though it's not optimal, but to just make it readily available, you know, that's a little different to me.
1: Right, but I, I guess the point that it doesn't really blow my mind, but it, but it just makes me not really tuned into this teenager argument about marijuana. Uh, is the fact that we will sit here nationwide and have debates about marijuana changing the chemical makeup of the brain in underage people but we won't talk about the first two years of life and the gestation period that has way fucking more ability to change the chemical makeup of your brain and impacts the course of your life but to do that we would actually have to like you know, as parents do something different or believe in something different in the way we acted around our families. And like, we don't want to have that discussion because that discussion, if we can take care of all the ways we're fucking up our kids from, you know, conception to two years old, we probably don't need the discussion about weed because nobody needs to fucking use it anymore at 13 or 14 or 15. Like it's these conditions that are changing the brain originally that are leading to the brain to need something else to feel okay.
2: I mean, I just never really latch on to the worry about the kids.
1: So, Thank god that that's for me. fair for enough. Cuz I don't give a fuck about the kids today either.
2: <laughs> one thing I and this was not necessarily something I'd considered prior to to digging into this but found pretty interesting was the concept of like people driving impaired on marijuana. Really? I remember um one time driving on marijuana and spent like an hour just being totally lost. I don't think I was unsafe. So I th- I mean I think back in the days that I like was
1: 32 using, seconds. <laughs>
2: no, it was it was a long time, but um people saying like things about like or maybe it was a study. Maybe it was a study I heard about like they did in England where someone with driver's on marijuana would pull up to a roundabout and just like never go into the roundabout. And so the mentality is like you're just you're you're overly cautious. You you are afraid to act and mm-hmm. and you know the justification at the time is oh you know marijuana's better. Um, so I'd heard that but what I hadn't really thought about and whether that's true or not I mean I think there's some studies that show that that's the case but then also the decreased reaction time the inability or the difficulty currently that exists with cop's abilities to determine if mm-hmm. someone is on pot Like
1: no there's no blood alcohol breathalyzer. Exactly.
2: Or exactly. So a that's etilizer. what kind of came up to me as I was doing this. Because there's, without that potential threat, there's really very minimal deterrent to to doing it.
1: Mm. Right? So we need a weed Yeah. Yeah, way Something. to measure.
2: Right, because there's, I mean, as far as I know, there's nothing right now.
1: You you won't need to measure. You
0: get an eye chart with the
1: no, blood...
2: No, you do, though, uh, because if you're going to arrest eye. someone, you have to have concrete evidence that they've committed a crime. Well,
1: but they... Yeah, they were going 15 miles an hour on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That in itself is the crime. We knew already. Like, I mean, you could. I don't know. He laughed when we talk. pulled him over. Right. Stop giggling. <laughs> <laughs> he had brownie had all had over his face. <laughs> <Right. laughs> uh, yeah, there, there'll be signs. <laughs> um, <laughs> so honestly uh, if i try to think of drawbacks for legalizing recreational marijuana now taking into consideration for this like i'm already aware that we have legalized alcohol that is absolutely i I don't say it's the devil but i mean it's It's it does a lot of damage to our society really um in in you know physical ways to your body but also in probably ways you interact with those around you and and damage them too considering that is already legal and we are not going to change that because we already tried to once and fuck that nobody was for it yeah why isn't weed legal like i definitely prefer weed over alcohol safety wise
0: i've always felt like weed was definitely less harmful yeah you know directly less less uh dangerous i mean i because i remember like i would drink alcohol i would set out in the beginning of the night and be like, all right. I'm going to just have one or two, and, you know, it's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And then once I started drinking, like—
1: Nine later. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I wouldn't remember what the fuck I did or would do shit that was totally crazy. And I never did that kind of stuff when I was— just smoking weed like it wasn't like weed totally impaired my brain to the point of making completely irrational decisions
1: well and and i think one of the things research wise that really sways me the direction of weed would be the amount of increase in like violent crime and sexual assault when compared with alcohol and weed like people aren't out there robbing banks and raping people and we generally i'm not saying it doesn't happen right but i mean alcohol like increases those chances so much and it's like that just doesn't seem right
0: well and that's one of the questions i had because i've vaguely heard this as a criticism but i couldn't find any evidence to support or dispute it is that in these states that they've already recreationally legalized it that alcohol consumption or alcohol related crimes have not gone down that they've maintained the same now i've heard that i don't know from where and i tried to find some research on both either way and i couldn't find any research but that's what i've heard i've heard like in colorado is the one everybody mm-hmm. always cites that their like alcohol use or alcohol problems haven't gone away we've just added a new thing and one of the arguments for legalizing was that hey we'll get people away from alcohol and Mm -hmm. over here to weed and i'm sure that's happened to some degree but it hasn't reduced the problem with alcohol
1: Hmm. yeah so i mean some of the website we were looking at had like you know pros and cons and it talked about how traffic deaths traffic deaths and arrests for duis don't increase and may decrease And then, you know, it talks about how they dropped 11%. But then the con was traffic accidents and deaths increase when marijuana is legalized. And that's so confusing. And they talk about Colorado as well. And it's like, well... What does that mean? If you've found research, that means both.
0: (laughs) Well, so, and this may be part of it, because I think this might even be the same study. I found a thing that said, while the total number of crashes declined from 2007 to 2011, the number of fatal crashes with drivers testing positive for marijuana rose sharply. And that's from that probably that same Colorado study. Uh, They did like a research to see what impacts it was having. And I guess... I get what they're saying. The point to me was, well, yeah, if you tell people they're allowed to smoke it, you know, they're gonna smoke it. That doesn't necessarily mean that was the cause of right. the accident. It's a little different with marijuana because I can smoke marijuana today and it can still be in my system on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Whereas most of the time with alcohol, that's not the case. Like if right. I drink alcohol today, you know, even a two, three drinks, by tomorrow, it's gonna be out of my system. Mm-hmm. So if I went out tomorrow and got in a fatal accident, that would not be alcohol related.
1: Well, so, yeah,
0: that's tough. a valid point to measure, too.
1: Yeah. You know? Well, and I would say also another point would be like, OK, marijuana was in their system, but was alcohol also in their system? Right. Because people who are used to drinking alcohol and driving and then who throw marijuana on top probably are going to crash. That's <laughs> right. a big difference.
2: I think the the just comparing those two those two statistics the the reduction is much more powerful than the fact that like okay of the people that died eleven percent of them happened to have smoked pot in the last thirty
0: days (laughs) right yeah that's where that measure and that's why I wasn't holding on to that statistic for anything I just saw it in there and the first thing Mm -hmm. I thought was yeah because more people are allowed to smoke weed so of course more people are going to have weed in their system like (laughs) right I have also heard the argument that it doesn't really reduce the black market impact or the drug cartels impact on the drug market what typically happens is the cartels just find a way to enter the legal drug market and then they're just selling their same products legally so you know the argument that it will hurt drug cartels and this black market seems to be contradicted there because you know one there's always going to be a black market because there just will be for everything and now how much influence or how much power that black market has, you know, again, to me, if you just deregulate everything and let people just do whatever they want, then we don't need a black market. Right. Give it all away way free. <laughs> right? There's
1: no purpose for a black market unless they're paying you to take it.
2: Is there a potential downside of legalizing marijuana where the drug dealers and cartels that are focused on marijuana then shift their focus and attention towards harder drugs, which are still illegal, and, and further saturate the market with more and more heroin and cocaine um,
0: i would imagine they're fucking pumping out as much as they can there doesn't seem to be a overabundance in supply in the market <laughs> but you have
2: to figure i mean there's yeah. entire infrastructure systems right. set up towards getting oh
0: just for the, the marijuana part here. yeah that's if true.
2: you put those guys out of business what are they gonna do they're go- i mean easiest solution is okay well let's Let's start selling cocaine now. Let's start selling heroin.
1: I mean, what I thought of when Billy said that the cartels would enter the legal market, I'm like, well, these rich-ass cartels that have been swimming in millions since they've been selling drugs anyway, they probably already have legal businesses places like... I don't know that them being in the legal pot market is going to make them any worse or or we find
0: a way to just tax that revenue. And then, yeah, at least we're
1: getting a cut of it or, or at least uh, maybe then they have to act a little more respectable because they're a legitimate businessman. The
0: the point there I guess was in California, I guess even though they had some uh, legalization Mm -hmm. laws, they're still having issues with cartels sneaking over the border and a lot of these grow sites and things that are happening within California. And, I, you know, I didn't study that right. specific area enough, but there's still this illegal market where they're circumventing the taxes and all that stuff mm-hmm. and now there's not as much prosecution of any of that, so the cartels are kind of almost or were for a while, were being left kind of to just do carte blanche with these big grow operations out in the woods in California. So now they've recognized that, so now they've called in the National Guard to start going out trying to find Mm. and shut down some of these illegal cartel operations because they thought legalizing it would make it go away, and it has not.
1: Well, but I I think that's a a learning curve, right? Okay, we implemented it, we do this, cartels still exist. Well, how can we adjust it? To make it so that they don't, right. you know what I mean. Do we make do we need to make it cheaper? Do we need to like need to make it more accessible, store Like, you know what I mean. There's got to be some aspect of it that's keeping the cartel able to undercut what they're doing, right? Keep going lower. But I think
0: even when you think of like moonshine, like, is there a market for illegal moonshine? Yes. I, I guess that exists. There is, actually. but is it as huge as like the black market drug? you right, know what i mean right. like no it's not near the same as what we see in the drug yeah. tree so so if we
1: take these like billion dollar cartels and just make them million dollar cartels right. all right fine fuck it that's still a good not thing be terrible
2: yeah i don't think they would agree with that Who, the cartels <laughs> yeah oh, I don't even they're gonna they look think. for another way to 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 bring in revenue okay so what does that look like what's what's the downstream effects of that
1: you figure that out when we get there <laughs> Doesn't make it the wrong decision. I I mean, eventually, if, if you remove the ability to gain anything by doing it illegally, then nobody would do it illegally, right? If you can't possibly sell illegal weed cheaper than the legal weed, there would be no point. You know what I mean? So at some point, there's a factor that takes them out of the equation. I don't know what that is, but if you legalize it and that's not the factor, then you go for another factor.
2: Right. But again, my point is, is then they move into, I mean, they move into other markets.
1: Well, at some point after you legalize everything, they have nothing else to do. Right. So they got to start selling organs. All right. Well, <laughs> don't come for mine. You're only going to get a half rate one. That's all I'm saying.
0: So I guess uh, this comes from some, and again, I'm not going to cite off the specific research unless you want me to. It says independent research reveals that in the Netherlands, where marijuana, marijuana was commercialized and sold openly at coffee shops, Marijuana use among young adults increased almost 300 percent. I
1: would wonder, like, the only negative that keeps getting pointed out is that more people are doing it. Nobody said that, like, quality of life has gone down or that you know things have gotten worse or crime went up. So I, I guess I just don't look at more people do it as n- necessarily an automatic negative. Well, the one and I feel like that's what we're point I had on as. here
0: about adolescence, and I didn't read it, but it is a negative. It says in studies they've done with kids that smoke pot, it lowers IQs. And I don't have it to go back. I didn't. I wasn't IQs. trying to make that argument. I'm hmm. just you're bringing up what a negative thing would be, and right. that was one of them. And I was just like, Meh, I don't know how you're measuring. Is
1: that. that bad if we're all happier? Honestly, if all of our IQs in the general population over the next ten years went down by five points, and yet all of us increased by twenty five percent life happiness, isn't that? But a I good guess trade-off? that's the
0: point of the states that have legalized it. Like we haven't seen happier. Like in Colorado, like their crime rates haven't dropped drastically or their society norms haven't gone somewhere else you know the tax revenue hasn't exploded to where they're just building brand new parks and schools everywhere like all these things that they said we were going to get they're getting but they're not having this great positive impact on the state and i still think it's worth doing i'm just saying They went into it with this euphoria of like, oh, we're going to legalize this drug. We're going to get all these taxes. It's going to lower all this crime. It's going to get people off alcohol. Mm -hmm. And now they're seeing, well, that's not necessarily how this looks. Okay. And it's still got some positive impacts for the community, I think. It's just not this utopia idea that we thought it would be.
1: Right. No, no. And I get that. and But those, I think, are still like the outward signs, right? Like, okay, we didn't get this great tax windfall to build all these wonderful structures or anything. But like, are people in general just happier? Are there more people saying hello to each other as they walk through the grocery store? Is there more conversations between people happening that probably never would have took place if they weren't on the marijuana or whatever, right? Like, is it calming everybody's nervous system to a point where we're all actually just enjoying the experience of life more?
2: Do you say hello to everyone you see in the grocery store?
1: No, I don't. But I think my life would be better if I said hi to more of them. I I think I would feel more a part of life. I think I would run into them again at another store and be like, oh my God, hey, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have that in my life. And I feel like that's part of what keeps me from more connection. So let, maybe, and we probably should have done this at like, you know, the 20 minute mark, not the hour and 20 minute mark, but the, let me just run down the pros and cons and I will leave a space. If there's something y'all want to say about one of them, I'll try to leave a space in between each one so you can hop in there and say it. If not, we'll just go to the next one. Um, and these are uh, I'm seemingly polar for the pros and cons. So I'm not going to give all the tips about it, but like the pro marijuana legalization boosts the economy. Okay. That sounds good. Then the con to that, you know, there's some research that says that somewhere. It backs it up. The con is legalized marijuana creates steep costs for society and taxpayers that far outweigh its tax revenues, which doesn't explain what those are. Oh, increased emergency room visits, medical care, and addiction treatment for weed. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Should we vote? Should we vote
2: for which one we agree with more after each one?
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Which one do you believe out of those two? Because these are all like polarized opposites with the right. same numbers. Well,
0: and this is where I'd say they're, I don't know. You don't think either are true? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, well, or that they're not either necessarily wrong. You're going to have increased costs with addiction and treatment stuff, but you're also going to have increased tax revenue. So now I don't fucking know the math to know right. which one's going to offset the other to know what's a net win, but they're both true. Like they're both going to happen. Mm.
1: I hold on to the pro, because I say this money is already being spent anyway, we're just missing out on the taxes.
0: (laughs) And I didn't, again, I didn't bring this up, but one of the arguments I read, actually, was that what happens is most people that are smoking either cigarettes or alcohol, will actually, if they go to marijuana, you're just taking a tax from one place Mm. and getting it somewhere else, so you're gonna lose revenue from those areas.
1: I don't think of like, I can see that with going from alcohol to marijuana. I don't see that with cigarettes yeah, and marijuana. I don't think people, are like, people don't their quit smoking for, for anything. <laughs> I know that, god damn it. I still have my vape. Yeah. Um which one do you believe in? I
2: don't buy the increased cost all that much. I don't think people yeah. are going to the ER a ton for
1: no. they're just sitting down no, to the ER like, here. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't I, I agree. Don't think
0: yeah. So. I think the taxes would outweigh it.
1: Okay. Pro two. Legalizing marijuana results in decreased teen marijuana usage, according to Washington University School of Medicine, when they did their study. But then the con is legalizing marijuana increases use by teens with harmful results, which is a different study that's in from Colorado. Which one do you believe?
2: I would have believed the decreasing prior to billy reading that study about access because that wasn't my experience my experience was it was harder to get alcohol than marijuana right so
1: now i don't know which one do you believe billy
0: oh i i mean if i agree more i'd say with the con that the it's gonna increase usage of in adolescence.
1: hmm I honestly don't believe the con, but I don't believe the pro either. <laughs> I don't think it's going to increase or decrease. I think right. the people that need it are going to still use it. That's my belief. All right. Pro three. Well, try- can I just
0: a, oh, I, just I'll try to paraphrase this in sure. a simple way. So, in high school, did you know more people that drank alcohol or more people that smoked weed?
1: More people that smoked weed. Oh, see, I, was I was a weed totally smoker. the opposite, though. But you're up here in a rural ass country yeah, area, and I was true. down there in the middle of the city. I wasn't in the city. <laughs> so I don't drugs know if it might makes have been harder to get out here. Yeah, that's probably it, true. It seemed pretty fucking easy to oh. me. I don't know. Everybody I hung out with smoked weed. We drank from time to time. I mean, really, the honest answer is probably both. <laughs> yeah. We did both. We did all of it. Like, it was and that. I
2: dropped out of high school after 10th grade and only hung out. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and I was in GT yeah, class. I'm thinking so of like, high
0: school parties and shit like that that people did. It was out in cornfields too, but most of that was centered around drinking more so than drugs. So anyway.
1: Pro three, traffic deaths and arrests for DUIs do not increase and may decrease when marijuana is legalized. Con three says traffic accidents and deaths increase when marijuana is legalized. Which one of those do you believe? Since the research says both, apparently.
0: I'm with the pro on that. I would say they do not increase, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm with that. I, I think if you offer weed, DUIs... For alcohol, go down.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm not sure that they'll go down, yeah, but I, don't, I don't agree think... that they won't go up. Yeah, I'm a belly on that. <laughs> <laughs> it says may go down. I'm so. hopeful they go down. <laughs> yeah, you would
1: hope so. I mean, at least a couple people are going to switch over. Not everybody, <laughs> but a couple people. A couple people are going to be like, I ain't driving on alcohol no more because I don't drink alcohol no more.
2: <laughs> right. Both Hopefully. Both better.
1: um. Oh, Pro four, legal marijuana is regulated for consumer safety. Con four, marijuana is addictive and dependence on the drug will increase with legalization.
0: I agree to both. (laughs) I mean, I think it's definitely better that it's regulated and, you know, people know what they're taking. Like, I think that's a a definite healthy safety issue.
1: Do we believe it's addictive? That's an interesting question. Yes. Yes. I don't think it's any more addictive than anything else.
0: If you can be addicted to gambling, I don't know how you can't be addicted to marijuana.
2: Any more addictive than what else? Are you just comparing it to other addictive substances? <laughs> yeah. no, no. I'm Not saying, as
0: addictive as heroin.
1: <laughs> I'm saying marijuana is no more addictive than Little Debbie. That's what I'm saying.
2: Little Debbie's can be pretty goddamn addictive. Okay. I mean, sugar is, is yeah. very addictive. Okay,
1: I'm not disagreeing with that, but it's also legal, and we don't question it ever, so that's my point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's no more dangerous than any of these other things that we keep in our cabinets. We're not worried about uh, our, our children's fucking tasty cake and, and Twix use, usage. But to right? me, that's
0: a total detriment. I don't want to go off on that tangent, but yes, that is <laughs> that's a an fucking issue. detriment yeah. to our whole society, yeah. our mm-hmm. health and well-being. No, I, but anyway. I, I absolutely <laughs> agree. I'm just saying like, we yeah. won't
1: have the the debate about whether we're allowed to have sugary treats in our fucking cupboards, but we'll sit here and debate whether we're allowed to have weed or not. And that's where I'm like, eh, we're definitely changing people's brains with all the fucking sugar we're giving. Well, you said
2: anything, I was like, choose? Sorry.
1: (laughs) I mean, maybe if you got a shopping problem. (laughs) All right, uh, pro five, legalization of marijuana is phasing out black markets and taking money away from drug cartels, organized crime, and street gangs. Con five, the black market and organized crime benefit from marijuana legalization.
0: I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I mean,
1: just rationally, I can't imagine any way people who sell illegal things can benefit from us legalizing. them.
2: I think that article was saying that they'll undercut the prices. Okay.
1: And maybe they do, but they were already selling stuff. That that means they're making less off each. Right. Or they move to another industry. Okay, that's fine. And I can't help that. But it doesn't actually do anything for them to legalize weed, I don't think. That's my take, at least.
2: I just don't know that I
0: agree with the pro. Yeah, that's where I was at, too. I don't know that I agree with the pro.
1: See, that's interesting. I don't always actually think of what the pro's saying. I just think it's not the con. <laughs> Con's <laughs> which, fucking which stupid.
2: Which you have no bias going right? into this. Yeah,
1: <laughs> none at all. Uh, the enforcement of marijuana prohibition, this is pro six, is racist because people of color are disproportionately impacted. Con Six legalizing marijuana leads to more marijuana related medical emergencies What the fuck is a marijuana related <laughs> medical emergency <Right. laughs> i like literally i've I can't get off the couch. Right. Can you help me up? <laughs> I mean, that's what I think of is those calls they play online where, right, like, where you the know, people somebody are called nine one one and they're like, I ate an edible and my car won't start. Right. <laughs> Someone
0: stopped the time. Right. Right.
1: And I'm like, what the fuck? But I
2: think that is I mean, that's using resources. If they are making those that. dumbass
0: calls. We can handle so, that. <laughs> and not to Yeah. That gets back to the whole we with no sort of understanding of what people are taking. I mean, Marijuana can be a hallucinogenic it is a mild hallucinogenic so if you take too much you can definitely freak out but, but
1: I, I i don't know to me like okay i'm the 911 dispatcher i've had all these fucking traumatic calls all day that's improved my life i'm like we can handle this <laughs> that just made my fucking that's day fair. We're good. i
2: mean that's fair you know we're, yeah. we're good
1: now we've all connected it's great.
2: job satisfaction <laughs> and just
1: happier people but i right? i would say
0: i agree more with the pro there oh I, yeah. I definitely that's one of my major points of wanting to change some of these laws is it yeah our drug policy sucks
1: it's it's not my major point I, i'm more i think my main point is just why the fuck can't we but but i think it's a huge point honestly and, and to agree with you here like it's ridiculous how disproportionately and minorities are impacted by drug enforcement laws
2: yeah but at a broad level right? What about marijuana specifically because i hear that Same. and i think yes our entire criminal justice system is set up for disadvantaged people to to, to fail i went to jail Same.
0: for a year for possession of marijuana yeah
2: you're not a minority though. no <laughs> well, i'm <laughs> just say, i'm
0: just saying the laws are fucking stupid well he was, yeah, a, minority I was a white guy County. which means i got the probably yeah. the benefit of being a white
1: male <laughs> you, you did but you were a minority here you were a weed smoker uh, <laughs> <laughs> that made you the minority you were different than yeah. them Just looking at what I know of traffic stops and what happens to white people versus what happens to black people, like, yeah, white people are getting, you shouldn't smoke that weed, give me it, I'm throwing it out the car, you know, I'm going to stomp on it into the ground. Black people are getting charges and locked up. Like, that's what I see happen, and I I can't say I'm there every time to see that, but...
0: In Cecil County, I never had them throw my weed out and stomp it out. I got arrested every fucking time. (laughs) It's
1: because they were bored up here. They didn't have any black people to pick on.
0: But I definitely agree. I mean, the laws are systemically racist and the application of them in cities has been horrendous.
1: Uh, Pro seven, crime goes down when marijuana is legalized. Con seven, marijuana use harms the brain and legalization will increase mental health problems.
2: I'm definitely on the pro with this one.
1: Uh. (laughs) The argument it makes is that (laughs) <laughs> There's decreased crime in the neighborhoods where dispensaries are located because of their security presence.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I did read that. <laughs> that's, that's not
1: true. actually what I thought.
0: I don't yeah, I don't know that I agree with that crime goes down.
1: I'm I don't think agree. there
0: was another I think what study I've read that that somewhere. like saying Colorado said that's not true.
1: I picture crime going down more for the drugs that more crime is done for. I don't feel like people do a ton of crime to get weed money. Like people do right. crimes to get heroin and cocaine money right. or meth money. Like I just don't see the real. Legalizing
0: weed is not gonna stop someone from doing heroin. Like that's not a good argument.
2: No, but the alcohol piece. If it keeps people from drinking as much mm. and they're incapacitated on the couch, they're not out being foolish and
1: I think it's just a natural byproduct of more people doing it is more people are happy in our society. Not even just the people doing it. Like again, can I introduce
0: w- you to some sad pot smokers because yeah, i know it never quite a few <laughs> no i need you to
1: introduce your sad pot smokers to therapy <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> that's what i need you to do gotcha. i want to help these people <laughs> I, just, I,
0: I know a couple of really depressed pot smokers
2: <laughs> just made me paranoid I, I, I,
1: I can't imagine i i don't believe crime goes up with legalized weed i don't think, think it goes up right I can't imagine any possible way where it doesn't drop by at least one motherfucker eventually (laughs) like at some point somebody's gonna be a little happier whether that's from doing it or their partners doing it and they just get treated better or their boss does it and they have a better work life like somebody's gonna stop committing crimes
2: well and if you (laughs) eliminate I mean if you if you group possession into crimes then it then it significantly drops right because now we we're not prosecuting people for Mm. the possession of marijuana.
1: All right, legalizing marijuana would end the costly enforcement of marijuana laws and free up police resources, or the con, marijuana harms the health of users and people around them. Well, I don't give a fuck about true. the health of the people who use it or, the, or those around them, honestly.
2: Yeah, I think, and that was all about, like, smoke, the, the detrimental effects of smoking.
1: Yeah, well, and that's sort of- a weak
2: argument, I feel like. I, well, don't, I don't like that are,
1: As
0: long as people are educated that what they're doing has an impact on their body and their health.
1: I've always but, hated the secondhand smoke. But uh, the
0: first one, I definitely agree it's with. it stupid.
1: <laughs> I mean, oh, not the secondhand children. smoke. I'm thinking of the it.
0: person who smokes it themselves. Like, no. you are damaging your oh, lung yeah, yeah, tissues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And...
1: No, no, I agree with that. But I've always hated the secondhand smoke science argument. Mm. Because it doesn't make any sense to me. Because we always want to say secondhand smoke is worse than firsthand smoke. But the only way you can compare those two is in the same quantity. And in no way, nobody around me with secondhand smoke is getting as much smoke as I am. It's never going to be as bad for anybody else. I just think we blew that shit way out of proportion. I'm not saying, it's, I mean, it's better. Like, I don't really want to smell cigarettes. I don't like them, but I, I've never liked the argument for it. I thought it was stupid. Pro nine, marijuana is less harmful than alcohol and tobacco, which are already legal. Con nine, commercialized marijuana will end a big marijuana in will oh, create a yeah. big marijuana industry that exploits people for profit and targets children's children's
0: <laughs> um, Fuck it. I kind of agree with both of those. I mean it it almost I thought about that it makes that argument that you know people that say that MATs are like legalized drug dealing. I mean like yeah, kind of is in a way. And is legalizing marijuana going to create a whole industry like the you know, like the alcohol industry, big alcohol, mm. and the gambling casinos, and that whole big industry that exploits
1: people. You know, like, uh, yep, we're
0: gonna have another exploitative.
1: Oh uh, well, yeah, <laughs> I I don't agree with the pro on this. To be honest with you.
2: What was the pro again? It's marijuana harmful
1: harmful than, than alcohol, less harmful, which are already legal. Like that. That's, that's basically like, like default. Good reason, yeah, to do something. Exactly. Right? Yeah. That's where my standpoint yeah. is. That's not a good reason to do it. Right. Like that's a good reason if you're already deciding to do it, not to hold you up from doing it. Right. But that's not a good reason to do it. But yeah, we will have exploited children, unfortunately. We're just going to have to live with that. It's a cost I'm willing to pay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, pro 10. Taxes collected from the legal sale of marijuana support important public programs. Con 10. Legalizing marijuana hurts businesses by causing preventable accidents and lost productivity.
2: I do think the lost productivity is Mm. a real thing. I think
1: these are... They're stretching for fucking reasons at this point. Yeah, now we're down like on ten. I think all of them are stupid. Now
0: we're really stretching, but I agree. I think lost pro- productivity. Do you?
1: Yep. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. We can all be less productive. I'm tired of productivity being the measurement of our worth. Anyway, it's fucking dumb. So I mean, we you know we go through all these pros and cons. They're obviously getting down to to nitpicky stuff. I mean, I don't know. None of them just stand out to me as being a huge deal one way or the other. Like I, I just can't see this being so negative that we all need to fear it like okay what if we do it and in 20 years we decide it wasn't that great and we go back like i don't think we've lost a lot i don't think some huge negative consequence has taken over our society and we're all like lost and can't fix it like i just i don't know it just doesn't seem like that big of a deal
0: yeah it doesn't to me either i mean it seems like we should have done this long ago and even you know when i was actively using i always was painfully aware that marijuana was way less damaging to me than alcohol, you know, and like, why is this even illegal? And like, say, I ended up getting a criminal record and going to jail for a year over possession of marijuana, and I was just like, this is so fucking dumb, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, they're taking away my freedom.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I would agree. I think I'd be telling a very different story if it was heroin, but yeah, I mean, pot is...
1: I mean, it would definitely be a different conversation if this was a drug that we look at as a harder drug or anything, but I mean, we've already seen this be legalized in quite a few states recreationally and like in general, the world has not come to a screeching halt. Life has not changed at all.
0: Well, that's what I was, I mean, the biggest thing is that most of what people swore was going to happen, good or bad, kind of hasn't. It's just things have rolled along and there's been some minor, you know, increases in tax revenue and, you know, it's. People are still living their lives and nothing's fell apart. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, so fuck it. Go out there, vote vote the way you think makes the most sense for our society, for your community, and stay safe till next week. Did you like this episode? Share it with people you think might get something out of it. Check out the rest of our episodes at recoverysortof.com. Also, while you're there, you can find ways to link up with us on Facebook, Twitter, instagram reddit youtube anything we're always looking for new ideas got an idea you want us to look into reach out to us